0: This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk Podcast.
1: Future Talk. This is Future Talk with Anyal Saleh and Hani Balkas. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Bilqis, with Omnia Salah, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world and in the UAE. It is a cloudy Sunday, it's believe it or not. Sunday. It's a rainy Sunday. rainy Sunday. Well, yes. I haven't seen uh, what's going on <laughs> outside yet. But we know what's going on in Sharjah, as Sharjah police are using drones to drive home social distancing messages.
0: Yes, indeed. Now, with the rise of COVID-19 cases in the Emirates, Sharjah is taking it upon itself to use tech to try and get people to follow all the precautionary uh, precautionary measures that are placed right here in the UAE. But around the world, this weekend was a celebratory one because the Perseverance rover that is coming right out of NASA has officially arrived into the Martian atmosphere. And it is keeping the Hope Probe company, but also sending back lots of images to Earth.
1: Yes, and Google has fired another AI researcher. Despite outcry of staff now, we've been seeing Google fire a lot of employees lately, and we're going to tell you why and how that happened.
0: In the world of apps, lots is happening as well because Google Maps is now allowing users to pay for parking within the app itself. This is great news for anyone who does not like to have many apps crowding their phone and their home screen, and we're going to tell you exactly in which countries is this feature available.
1: Yes, and if you like dogs but don't like to get messy with them or you just don't got time to kind of take care of them, well, we have the solution for you, ladies and gentlemen, as robot dogs can now help with pandemic loneliness. Now, I've wanted a dog all my life. Unfortunately, until <laughs> this day, I haven't had a dog, but hopefully one day I will. But until the meantime, I will get a robot dog.
0: Well, robot, dex- robot dogs can definitely keep you company lots and lots is in store right here on the show so keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back Pulse95 Daily Digital News
1: Bits and Bytes Connect our world
0: your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world in the UAE and around the world Sharjah police have taken the skies and more, more precisely their drones because if you've been around during the lockdown period right here in the UAE you definitely must have seen the drones that were being used to reinforce different messages of maintaining social distancing wearing our gloves wearing our masks and making sure that we're constantly sanitizing these drones are making an appearance yet again because of the Rise in COVID-19 cases right here in the UAE.
1: Yes, and they have covered 35 zones in the in the emirate, including industrial areas, as part of a campaign which is urging people to stick to the safety rules. Now, unfortunately, we've seen a lot of people uh, not abide to the precaution and preventive measures that the Ministry of Health and Prevention (MoHAP) has given us in line with the in line with the basic measures yes. of how to prevent COVID-19. Now, drones were also flown over mosques to ensure the message was relayed to worshippers before and after Friday prayers. Now, members of the public were reminded to wear masks, keep a safe distance and to take the COVID-19 vaccine. Now, with the COVID-19 vaccine coming out, we're seeing a lot of new research that does show that when you do take the COVID-19 vaccine, you can actually reduce the transmission. And even Dr. Anthony Fauci of uh, the General Surgeon of the United States even went out and said that when you take the COVID-19 vaccine, you can have even zero to little transmission and in general.
0: Yes, and that's definitely accurate when, I, when we're talking about herd immunity, when we're talking about preventing COVID-19 from basically infecting people who can't necessarily take the vaccine either, those who struggle with autoimmune disease. So, these drones are now transmitting a brand new message, encouraging everyone living right here in the UAE to go ahead and get the COVID-19 vaccine that is totally free of charge for all citizens and residents of the UAE. Now, land and helicopter patrols were actually rolling out to ensure that people were not going you know against the rules and live footage was actually streamed through the police control and command room helping them facilitate all these messages to the public now this is part of an initiative that was actually launched by Sharjah's emergency crisis and disaster management team and it was also with the help from the air wing at the ministry of interior
1: yes and actually a video was posted by the charger police on their social media channels which did show the officers passing on instructions to residents in multiple languages Via drones The campaign will also be rolled out In central and eastern regions So we're talking about The Khurfakan, Chalba all those areas, which is 100% important as we are seeing an increase in cases, unfortunately. And uh, people just need to be re- remembered that we're still in the COVID-19 pandemic and we need to stay safe. And if you do have the chance to take the COVID-19 vaccine, do get it as it is very important, just like Omnia mentioned, for herd immunity. And as we go deeper into this pandemic, we are finding out more things about the COVID-19 and the COVID-19 vac- uh, virus in general and how to prevent uh, just infecting one another.
0: Absolutely. The best part about those drones is that they can actually, you know, communicate multiple languages, especially to those residents who may not know English, may not know Arabic. So we have a wide variety of languages to help reinforce those important messages. Let us know if you've seen those drones in the roads of Sharjah. Our text lines are open 4215. Do door to Salat or send into RDMs at Pulse95 Radio.
1: Yes, but when it does come to safety, it is never <laughs> too much. You're listening to Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Bits and bytes do connect our world, ladies and gentlemen. But today, right now, we're not talking about our world. We're talking about a different planet, actually. We're talking about Mars. Now, the Perseverance rover has successfully landed on Mars and has sent back its first images. Now, you probably already seen the images on social media from NASA's Perseverance rover. And actually, I saw a video the other day when it first came out. I think it was the first hour, and I was uh, one of the lucky people to actually first see it. And let me tell you, it does kind of look like (laughs) Hufaqan.
0: Out of everything I expected you to say That was the last thing <laughs> It did
1: look like Khurfakan And actually a lot of people were, were, were saying on the comments Are you
0: for real? Yeah,
1: it, it looked It looked very humanly It looked very earthly actually I mean,
0: I can't I can't vouch myself Because I have never been to Khurfakan But yeah. it does remind Khurfaqan me Khurfakan is
1: beautiful by the way <laughs>
0: It is beautiful I mean, our very own Abdul Kareem Hanif Does not stop talking about it So uh,
1: actually, Yeah, I mean I actually went to Khurfakan I believe a couple months ago Yeah For the Vox Pop And let me tell you ladies and gentlemen Khurfakan is a beautiful place So
0: it's a hidden gem.
1: It's a hidden gem. So if you can go to and go do go there. And I do recommend going to the park there.
0: Well, Hani himself is telling you it looks like Mars. So not only will you get to see a hidden gem in Sharjah, but you'll also get to see a snippet of what Mars looks like. But Perseverance Rover, which is actually nicknamed by NASA's team as Percy, have actually brought back lots of images and videos to Earth about what does its forever home look like. These images and videos were in 4K, which, which was quite... quite... Quite interesting to get to see such a clear image and videos of uh, the Martian planet. But this rover actually traveled about 300 million mile journey. And uh, the agency actually confirmed that it landed at about 3.55 p.m. on Thursday Eastern time. The rover landed itself flawlessly, which again marks yet another achievement. Because we do know that 50% of every mission that heads to go to Mars basically has a chance of either failing or succeeding.
1: Yes, now Percy, as it is called, is that Mission Control? did send back its first images of the landing site immediately just after touchdown, which does show the rover's shadow on the surface of its landing site of Jezero Crater. So they're already naming craters right there in Mars. Now, the rover has been on a nearly 300 mile, 300-million-mile 300 journey since it left Earth more than six months ago. Now, Percy and her teams did live up to the namesake, overcoming the challenges of preparing for the journey's final stages, during a pandemic Now NASA is going crazy The world is going crazy Over Perseverance is landing And hopefully when we see The Hope Probe uh, Mars mission uh, Land as well It will be amazing as well.
0: Yes, indeed. Now, this mission itself actually personifies the human ideal of persevering towards the future. And it's helping NASA's team, as well as the rest of the world, prepare for human exploration of the red planet in the 2030s. Now, President Joe Biden was definitely very excited by this great achievement. And he was congratulating thousands of people living in the U.S. and worldwide regarding this achievement. It did take lots of hard work, but perseverance is full of fur. It is currently searching for signs for ancient life on Mars, but it's also planning to fly the very first helicopter Mm -hmm. on the Martian planet. It also sent back the first recordings of sound on the red planet, which, may I say, it sounded like a very lonely place out there.
1: (laughs) Yes, now U.S. President Joe Biden has also tweeted about the landing, congratulating NASA and everyone whose hard work made Percy's historic landing possible. He also did say that today he proved, we proved once again, that with the power of science Mm -hmm. and American ingenuity, nothing is beyond the realm of possibility. Now there is a kind of a love when it does come to Mars with the human race in general. Mm -hmm. And as it is full of wonder about the possibility of life on the mysterious neighboring planet, this historic mission can actually search for evidence that could give us the answer and i'm looking forward actually more to the helicopter and how it will be kind of flying over mars
0: now that the rover has landed its scientific mission truly begins and you can definitely count on us to keep you updated we're going to be taking a short break but when we come back we're talking all about google firing yet another ai researcher what is the reason keep pulse 95 locked to find out
1: this out. Tech this out. Google has fired another AI researcher despite an outcry of staff. Now, this isn't the first time we've seen Google firing uh, its in employees the past couple of months or past couple of weeks. And we're going to actually look into why that happened and try to kind of give an explanation on what's going on with Google.
0: Yes, now the first time, not the first time, but one of the first that Google ever did was actually fire one of its AI researchers. And that's because they actually went ahead and let out some of the company's secrets. Uh, This secret was actually quite big. They had plans on working on a self-driving car and they went ahead and leaked all these plans. But this weekend, Google went ahead and fired the head of artificial intelligence, a guy named Jeff Dean, who was actually trying to repair relations with the company's staff and he was trying to basically take some responsibility for breaking the trust with its researchers with the rest of the team so this guy was actually he he did admit his mistake before google went ahead and fired him but it was just too late now he was trying to take responsibility for what he has done which again it was also leaking out a lot of information regarding the company's secrets and their future plans yes. and The consequence that he had to pay was to basically leave the company altogether.
1: Yes, and also Google has fired the lead of its ethical artificial intelligence team, Meg Mitchell, Mm -hmm. which was also escalating the turmoil surrounding its AI division after there was an exit of Mitchell's former colleague, Timnit Gebru, which Mm -hmm. we did talk about on the show. So, so far, we're seeing three people fired out of the AI research team. Now earlier Mrs Mitchell did tweet that uh, tweeted I'm fired mm. saying she was in too much pain to articulate much of anything useful and firing Timnit Gebru did create a domino effect of trauma for me and the rest of the team and I believe we are being increasingly punished for that trauma now that is very wordly and loudly to put to Twitter, I mean, it seems like Twitter is the the median <laughs> for anyone that's anything's happening, whether it's U.S. President Donald Trump or Google employees or anyone who is important, takes these matters to Twitter. Now, the firing did highlight that even as Google did try to move past the disarray of its AI division mm-hmm. with an apology a leadership change, a leadership change and new policies, the upheaval showed no sign of letting go. Now, Miss Mitchell did become a fierce public critic of Google and its management after the exit of Gebru, which was one of the few prominent black women in AI research, and she was fired in December after refusing to retract a research paper critical of a key Google technology or remove the Google authors from it.
0: Now, the company did say that they wanted her to resign. Mitchell definitely did not want to go ahead and do that. She wanted to still co-author this paper that was published by Google and former colleagues actually were expressing different outrage that they had over Google's handling of the matter. Now, where is Google going Next, you know, what is it doing to try and tackle this issue that it's been very prominent in the entire AI team, the ethical AI team that is working at Google? Now, we definitely see a lot of issues with leaking information. And the reason behind that is maybe not enough privacy within Google's headquarters. So they're definitely going to be. Doubling up on the privacy, maybe they may be making sure that anyone within the team does sign a certain memorandum, certain uh, documentation that would Mm -hmm. basically vouch that they're not going to be letting out those secrets and there will be heavy consequences if they go ahead and do so.
1: Now, I'm looking at how the public might take this narrative Mm. as we're looking at the number of people that were fired were women.
0: Oh, yes. Especially so they black were, women.
1: Yes, black women and females. Now, Google might be under fire by public. And they actually might criticize Google asking, why were these people <laughs> fired? Yeah, I mean, people make mistakes, but they were women and black women. And actually, I do think they were also minorities. Mm. So, in the U.S., there is a big sensitive topic when it does come to women and tech in general. And again, for the record, we all support all women in tech and everyone in the tech industry. Yeah. But again, when it does come to Google and these type of things, unfortunately... Tech women in tech in the U.S. and around the world, they are heavily under kind of pressure.
0: Underrepresented as well. Yes,
1: but yeah. thankfully right here in the UAE, we are given all opportunities, whether it's woman, uh, male or female, all equal opportunities. Alhamdulillah. I mean, right here in the UAE, there is an equal for both. So That's, I mean, hats off to the UAE government doing it right.
0: Absolutely. We will keep you updated with what happens with Google's AI ethical team and who are they planning to hire next. Coming up on the show, we're going to be diving right deep into the world of apps because Google Maps has decided to make it a lot easier for users to pay for parking tickets.
1: You're listening to Pulse95. 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 Apps all around.
0: What's worth a click and download. Google Maps. We all use it for it to lead the the way, basically, to lead us through the different roads of Sharjah, of the UAE, and worldwide as well. But a lot of the times, whenever we get to our destination and we want to go ahead and pay for parking we can get pretty confused. What do we pay? Which area is this? What street is this? And where do we go ahead and pay for the parking? Now, there are different applications that are based right here in the UAE that Hani and I have discussed, one of them being Parkin, that will make things a lot easier. But Google Maps is trying to basically get every other app off the market because soon enough they will be launching a brand new way for you to go ahead and pay for parking and transit without leaving the app itself.
1: Now around the world, Google Maps can already tell you which train to take or map out an optimal driving route. Now it is simplifying travel even more by letting users pay for parking or public transportation right from their phones. Now, as of last Wednesday, users can connect their Google Map account with their Google Pay wallets and make transportation related payments without ever leaving the app by, by by bypassing parking meters and train ticket machines. People can also save time and avoid touching public services as a plus during the pandemic. Now, I don't know how it's going to work right here in the UAE or for people with uh, Android uh, iOS devices, mm. because obviously they're using Google Pay yeah. and Google Pay is for Android users while Apple Pay is for Apple users. Now, I love the initiative that's coming out of Google. Now, yes, Google wants to capitalize on the market and kind of put every other app out of business. But for me, I'm just going to say Parkin is the best for the UAE. Parkin is the (laughs) best. I agree. I love this app. Simple, clean, quick. It doesn't ask you there's no ads, nothing. I mean, it is one of the best. So if you don't have that app, it's P-R-K-N, Parkin. But getting back to the story, the new features are just the latest updates to Google Maps which has aimed to become more than just a place to find directions.
0: Now, Google Maps, as you've mentioned, Hani, they're trying to make it a lot easier for users to basically pay immediately their parking fees the minute they arrive to their destination. And I personally think it would be a great hit, especially because a lot of people use the app. So when Google Maps recently launched the feature of you being able to book for certain hotels through the app, it was a great hit because people were already looking for directions to get to certain destinations and that just made it a lot easier to go ahead and make their payments as well. So for parking, the company has actually partnered with two tech providers. Uh, One provider is called Passport, the other is Park Mobile, and both of those providers will link Google Maps to all the street parking meters that are found in a specific country. So when you as a user are using Google Maps to navigate to a certain destination, The application will automatically prompt you and remind you to pay for parking, which is, again, a great feature because a lot of the times you may park your car and then, you know, you'll tell yourself, okay, I have to pay online, I have to pay online. And you might forget, come back to your car to find a parking ticket waiting for you.
1: Yes, and the new pay for parking feature will also let users extend the time on their parking meter remotely. Now, for users who do rely on public transportation, Google does says, say that it's expanding the ability to pay for transit fares through the app and will actually now connect to more than 80 transit agencies around the world as users do plan their trip. Google Maps will also show them how to pay for their trip and even let them do it in advance using a credit or debit card saved in their Google Pay wallet. That way when when they do arrive at the station they can be on their way without having to pull out their wallet or switch to another app. Now I'm looking at the apps in general just killing it with, with, with these toll machines. Now, yes. ever since you right here in the U.A. they gave us the option to pay using SMS. I have not touched a parking meter ever since that day. <laughs> and ever since Parkin came out, I don't even have to look for, okay, let's say I'm in Ajman, I'm in yeah. Abu Dhabi, I'm in Dubai, I'm in whatever, there's a paid parking place. Now, for the shard zone I know it by heart, 5566. Six. Now, for the others, actually, I don't know in their zones Same. and, and whatnot. It's not.
0: so confusing, especially because... You may not know the certain codes and the certain yes. ways to enter the you know to enter into the text message.
1: Yeah, that's why 100% I do vouch for I do vouch for Parkin, but if Google does partner with Parkin or Parkin with the with, with the transport authorities right here in the UAE, mm. let me tell you <laughs> I might be using Google Maps. But I want to know you guys' thoughts. 4215, do a slot or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. And even maybe, Omnia, we can see it being implemented at the Sharjah bus stations. Ooh,
0: that would be very interesting. Especially because a lot of people go ahead and use public transportation. So now they can do so by minimizing as much touch surfaces that we can go I don't want to touch anything. Same, especially with COVID-19. I don't even touch
1: my face anymore. <laughs>
0: It's like getting a, I don't know if there's some form of phobia for this, but nowadays you're constantly tracking what your movements are, what you've touched and sanitizing wherever you go.
1: Man, I just hope Corona gets, we get done with Corona. So ladies and gentlemen, do your part, get vaccinated, wear the mask, social distance, clean your hands. There's a lot of things (laughs) that you can do that are basic necessities. I mean, for hygiene in general, I mean, if you're not washing your hands every couple of hours or every couple of every couple of hours. I mean, you're doing something wrong, unhygienic. So do wash your hands, keep social distancing. We're going to be right back. But ladies and gentlemen, let's be honest. Man, Georgia Smith, I love her. Let's be honest. This is Pulse 95. Pulse. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. Pulse you know the saying ladies and gentlemen a dog is a man's best (laughs) friend but what if you can't have a best friend because number one you can't take care of them that much number two they can get a little messy but what if we told you we had the solution for you what if we told you that have no fear Omni and Hany are here to give you the solution. And we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, robot dogs and how they can help with pandemic loneliness. Now, a lot of us did kind of feel lonely during the pandemic, during lockdown, and how we were all confined to our rooms, to our houses, just working and and, and doing the things we need to do, social distancing. But what if we told you you can have a dog to accompany you? during your pandemic. Did
0: you know that COVID-19 can actually infect dogs as well? So for those who struggled with the virus, they may not have been able to be nearby some of their bestest doggy friends but researchers have identified 58 studies of interventions to reduce social isolation and loneliness and this could be adapted for people living in pandemic isolation so robot dogs may sound like a very foreign concept especially if you're anti-robotics and anti-machines and love that human touch that real pet touch but. For for times like these when we can't necessarily have an actual dog keeping us company, robotic dogs can definitely do that because a lot of therapy sessions have actually been taking place with robotic dogs for some groups that were living in pandemic conditions. And research showed that these robotic animals were giving better results than those who were interacting with real life dogs. So they were doing different techniques that these robotic dogs were trained to do, like tai chai, laughter therapy, art appreciation, reminiscence therapy, video gaming, as well as indoor gardening.
1: Yes, the robot dogs could actually be just as effective as real pets in reducing loneliness and helping vulnerable people in pandemic lockdowns. Now, at the start of the pandemic, more than 1.5 million people in the United Kingdom were ordered to isolate themselves for at least 12 weeks. Now, a possible uh, consequence of protecting vulnerable people through social distancing restrictions is social isolation and loneliness. And mental health has been tested a lot since the beginning of 2020 until this date when it does come to staying away from people, uh, not socializing with one another because we need to stay safe. And I mean, sometimes you have to risk a lot of things just to stay safe. So, unfortunately, a lot of people have uh, actually, uh, their mental health problems have surfaced. A lot of people didn't know they had mental health problems. Yeah. But because of the pandemic, because of isolating, they, these mental health problems surfaced. And they were like, hey, man, I need help. And unfortunately, a lot of people couldn't get that help. But again, we talked about it on the show last week. to TKALM. Uh, uh, TKALM. The online the, counseling The online platform. counseling platform that can help. And today, we're bringing you robot dogs <laughs> that can help and accompany you. Now, the University of Cambridge School of Medicine did carry out a systematic review of existing evidence from before the pandemic and found therapies such as robotic robotic animals help to reduce loneliness.
0: Now, for those of you who don't know, severe loneliness can actually affect your physical health. It could impact how fast you recover from COVID-19 because the lonelier you are, the sicker you may get. And that's not just us, you know, giving out facts. This is research proven. Loneliness and social isolation can definitely be as damaging to our health as smoking 15 cigarettes. And during COVID-19, that is something that we can definitely try and prevent by using the Robotics Now, robot dogs, people are pro dogs, especially robot dogs and others are anti-dogs. They can definitely be on the pricier side. I mean, we've seen Boston Dynamics uh, robotic dog, Spot, go to a price of up to $75,000. I don't got (laughs)
1: $75,000.
0: It is expensive, but for elderly citizens, I think it's an investment that will... You know it will take miles and it will definitely help keep every loved one at ease especially when you're wondering how they're doing because these robotic dogs also come with cameras that allow their loved ones to check up on them regularly they also come with different forms of entertainment that you can upload onto them so they can also keep those youngsters that were staying at home isolating company as well so i believe they're the perfect pet for both adults and youngsters, but also they're stress and hassle-free.
1: Yes, I mean, uh, I would love to have an actual real-life dog to jump into <laughs> my bed. Be like, wake up, wake up. I mean, they don't say wake up. Man. Oh, it my was, God. And, uh, they, they, they do give that, uh, that, that emotion of waking up. though. I mean, that's what, like, when you talk about a dog, I just imagine. <laughs> oh, God. Because they, 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 they're they always happy. They're always <laughs> loving. I mean, I wish I had a dog. I did have a cat, though. But uh, Was it the same? <laughs> she, she used to pant, believe it or not. But uh, Their purrs? I mean, uh, they give me warmth. I mean, I do yeah. need the warmth right now as the studio is very cold <laughs> right here at Pulse95. I mean, let us know your guys' thoughts, four two one five door slot, or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. Would you either, rather opt for a real dog or for a robotic dog? Our text lines are open, and you can message us on Instagram at Pulse95Radio. But this does end Future Talk for today, ladies and gentlemen.
0: You can catch us again tomorrow, same time, same place, from 2 to 3 p.m. Until then, we're going to be opening the airwaves for the Dream Team. Mikhail Atiyah will be keeping you company, bringing you everything that is trending in pop culture on their show, Afternoon Karak. But Future Talk team is going to be signing out. Have a blessed day. Enjoy the weather outside. It's a rainy afternoon today.
1: And we're gonna leave you with the song from Jonas Brothers. X. I mean, Jonas Brothers. Just give me that 2008 <laughs> vibes, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy the rest of your day. This is Post 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2
0: p.m.